Good Friday morning, everyone. Good morning. Jeez, that's... It helps if you turn up the volume of the microphone, <laughs> I've just noticed. <laughs> Talking to myself. Uh, how are you? I'm, I'm actually pretty knackered. Pretty knackered? Yeah. With a K or with an N? Yeah, later in life. Later, later in life, K. Knackered. When you know, when you know the silent. Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. You can to... see my face. I didn't even bother putting mascara on today. My eyes aren't even open. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah. You know, your eyes aren't even open. Yeah. Yeah, they're open. They're open. Uh, did you have a good week? We've got a lot of things to talk about this week. Yeah, uh, we've, we've got, got a special guest. We've got uh, Bradley Sky coming in to talk about some Sucks. mental health issues. Sucks. From outside the... Uh, outside the locker room. Outside the locker room. I was going to say outside the Hurt Locker. That's a movie. <laughs> the bomb Disposal. That's gonna a be different talking to interview. Us. I yeah. didn't prepare for that one. Yeah, that's right. He's going to be talking about uh, Bomb Disposal and how... <laughs> How to avoid conflict on Iraq. No, he's going to be talking to, to us about some mental issue things, which is... Um, yeah, mental health in sport and that. Yeah, which we always need to hear more about because, you know, there needs to be more awareness. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we got about, we're talking about what we watched this week. Yes. Uh, we've got a cover-off as per usual. I'll probably win again because, you know, I just <laughs> smash it. I'm a little bit sore this morning. Do you ever, like, I call them house injuries. I try to crack my neck. Okay. And it didn't crack. And now I've just got, like, a pulled muscle in my back. How did you attempt it? What did you do? I just, I just like pushed it, you know. Pushed your neck. Like pushed it. That's how I normally crack it. I just like kind of push it. It normally it, does do a crack. It normally does a little bit, yeah. But sometimes you're like, no, I could get one more and then it doesn't crack and then you just pull a neck muscle and then you're sore for like three days. Yeah. So, so I'm upset about that. That's So you me. shouldn't be doing home chiropractic. No, I shouldn't. I'm not qualified <laughs> uh, and it's it's dangerous. Maybe he could talk to me about that. So <laughs> stop trying to break your own neck at home, you psychopath. Anyway, uh, lots more show. Lots up. more show. Stick around, Matt and Kira Friday. Oh, yeah. 98.7, Friday morning breakfast, Matt and Kira. Uh, now next week I'll have a little I'll have a little sound bite for this segment. So it's what we watch this week. We're going to be doing it every week because we like to watch stuff on the television yes. box machine. I actually really um, I don't know how I'd go without it. Really? Yeah, yeah. you'd probably be alright. I th- I think. Mm, well, it depends. It depends. What you're talking just normal TV or are we talking? Yeah, I don't watch normal TV. Yeah, anymore. I know. So I mean, when my internet was down the other week, I was like, what? What do you? What? what? How, how do? You, how do you function? What do you mean? <laughs> I remember mum telling me about that. Actually, I might talk about this in a separate segment, like things you've invented um, that later on got invented. But mum always told me in the future, it's like you won't watch TV. You'll just pick and choose whatever you want to watch all the oh, time. Oh, really? And I'm like, what do you mean? <gasps> mum was a great... So smart. She was a great future thinker, except sometimes she went a bit over the top. So she'd be like, oh, yeah, when we have flying cars and, yeah, and, and okay. pills come in, a, uh, entire meals come in a pill form. Yes. I'm like, that's going to be awesome. But that didn't happen. And we'd be living on the moon. I believed in the flying car. But, she, you know, she got a couple of things right. Well, she's very clever. Tap on, tap off. Uh, so what did you, did you want to go first or did you want me to tell you what I watched this week? Oh, you tell me what you watched. Okay. So I watched uh, Get Out on Netflix. I've got that recorded. I still recorded. haven't watched you it. You recorded. I still it's haven't on Netflix. watched I know. Well, I think you it's new it's in to your Netflix. List. I have it recorded oh, on the old Foxtel. Foxtel. Foxtel box. But I've got it sitting there waiting for a time that I have free time yeah. when my little one's not yeah. present, which is still, I'm still yeah. waiting. It's Tell not, me. It's, not, it's, it's good. I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. It sucked me in. The end was a bit weird. Well, not weird, but a bit, uh, I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's happening. You're doing that now? Oh, okay. Uh, for people that have seen the movie that you'll know what I'm talking about, I was uh, I was a bit, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. 
like what what how far is is it too far to get revenge on someone it's like okay well you know just you're not escaping now you now you're going and doing some damage um so that was good i watched uh, a dating show i can't remember what the dating show is called what happens? I think I know. It's just a dating show on Netflix. I should probably get it's the name. It's a new one assistant. and it's like a whole episode of one person taking other yeah. people out on dates. Yeah. I and watched the first episode. Yeah, of me that. too. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that, uh, it, again, it's kind of like the whole um, celebrity, unexpected, uh, uh, unreal expectations of, of the world mm. a little bit in that show. It was mm. like the guy's perfectly dressed. Mm. All the women are really gorgeous. He actually has five dates lined up. He actually has five <laughs> dates lined up. And I'm just, a, I was just a bit like, you know, that, like that restaurant they were in probably yes. cost them like, well, it didn't probably cost them anything, but it would have cost them a fortune had they been there themselves. Yeah. You could not provide that for five no. dates. And I was just a bit like, yeah, I thought the guy was really boring. I thought yeah. that some of the dates were nice. Yeah. Well, one of them, the one he actually picked, she was at least bubbly and friendly yeah. and had a personality. But I just thought it was a little bit too, oh, God, this is like, you know, displaying this image of uh, un- unrealistic lifestyle for a lot of people. I think it's unrealistic because even how the date rolls out is not mm. is not typical of dating. Mm. You don't... Or even just living in New York. Like no one... <laughs> ever, no, honestly, like no one... People think of friends and I say yes. friends. It's like there's no way they could really afford that apartment that they no, live in No, but remember it's rent controlled because it's yeah, no, That's the only way, they, that's the only like way that. they can get yeah. away with it. Same yeah. with Sex in the City. It's like she could never afford to live in... No way. No, she's like a, No yeah. writer can even afford to live really. No. So I thought that kind of propelled the image. I'm sure women will love it and they'll be like, oh my God, wouldn't it be amazing? It's interesting to watch to see chemistry mm. and then you get surprised at the end with who he takes on the second date yeah so you go oh did you think he was boring he was quite boring i found him quite boring he was really boring i didn't watch past that episode. he just thought he was like i don't have to speak because i'm very handsome and my looks just sit here yeah yeah and some of the dates were annoying and you could just tell you can obviously tell straight away when there's something chemistry like you said happening Um, also watched um, the Valentine's special of a show called um, Big Mouth, which is a mm-hmm. R-rated cartoon, mm-hmm. which I thought was very enjoyable. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, then you'll obviously enjoy the one episode. Uh, and also watched um, I, f- I watched the show that you watched last week, the uh, Abduct- Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh, you've Finished watched it. it. Weird. I know. It's just like, it's one of the most frustrating things I've ever seen in my I life. Know, Seriously, I know. For anyone out there that hasn't seen it, it's just, if, if you want to be infuriated and frustrated, watch this documentary because the parents are just like, I mean, I don't have any kids, but yeah. just even just as a, a person with half a brain would be going, I think there's something going on here. You wouldn't wait five days. No. And to report ex- your child That's right. So missing. for the people who haven't seen it, it's basically a neighbor. You explained it last week, but the neighbors move in next door yes. and one of them has an infatuation with their one of their 12-year-old daughter. And then he basically kidnaps her. Yes. And even when he does... You know the 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 mum's like afterwards, yeah. And then she goes, oh. it's like, and she's I'm like, like oh, I want to I... talk about it, but I also don't want to give too much away. I didn't want to call the police because I didn't want to cause a bother. It's like, oh yeah, why would you want to do that? You know, it's a Sunday. Don't want to disturb anyone. I oh, know. your kids only been missing for five days. Why would you want to do that? I know. Shocking. I tell you, within me, if my child's not back within the hour, yeah. Then yeah, I'm asking questions. Everywhere. Oh, absolutely. So and then just the multiple times that they fall through the same trap again and again and again with this guy. And the two parents having it off with him. Yes, very interesting. Oh, it's all anyway. Do you want to do yours, or should I go yeah. to another song and then? Uh... Yeah, do another song and then come back to me because I'm actually I'll touch on that married at first sight, and I feel like that 
I, that's worth rambling on about. Meredith, oh, here we go. Maths. Okay. All right. Well, we've got what Kiri watched next <laughs> this week coming up after this song. Yay! It's hard to say for some reason. 98.7, 98.3 for the kids playing at Frankston. The kids playing at Frankston. Yeah, for the kids playing at Frankston. Jeez. Um, so what did you watch this week, darling? So, okay, so I always watch Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. What's the abbreviation? It's maths. 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 I love maths. I, well, the hot topic there is that Innes chick. Now, have you watched any of it no, at again, all? Again, I only know anything from that show from Gogglebox. Oh. But you I don't think know... they watched it this week on Gogglebox. I don't really? think they did. Really? Well, oh, they no. probably had a bit of a break. No, they watched bad stuff on Gogglebox this week. <sighs> They watch bad stuff. Yeah, you know, like I said last week, when they watch good shows on Gogglebox, it's good. Yes. But when they just watch crap, and even when they don't like the shows, it's like, oh. You know, because it's like, they're like, Australian Survivor, yes! It's like, well, at least they're excited for it. But they hated, like, everything that they watched as well. So it wasn't that good of an episode. And they weren't very funny. And yeah, anyway. It just didn't get through. No. So watching maths, and I just can't get over Innes. Mm-hmm. Um, Innes the penis. Innes. <laughs> I actually saw a post this morning on Facebook um, mm. of it relating her to Chris Lilly. Okay. Um, Chris Lilly's character, Jamae. Jamae. Jamae's all grown up and there's like a face-by-face comparison. Yeah, mm. it's very similar. Okay. It's actually pretty fantastic. I just That's one of the shows I just truly don't get. I feel like you need to watch a little bit of it. Well, just it's just for the I people. Don't, you only know, listening. but it's just like it's just... It's just the 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 worst people I can think of. Like Agreed. All those people I feel like would double park people. Yes. They're the type of people that would um, sit at a green light while they're busy texting. Yes. And not care about yep. the people beeping them. Yeah. And I just don't want to encourage that so, sort of – I know I'm only one viewer, but I don't want to give them an extra viewer for the ratings. This is how I feel about the Kardashians. And, like, I know that as I enjoy watching things that frustrate me, <laughs> like I enjoy it. Yes. It's like, oh, look how bad they are. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. But that's, there's a level of what I can do with that. Yeah. And when it gets to that, that level, I can't even do it for that. Yeah, it can get... I just think they're the worst people in the world. It can get a bit much. Um, so I have also noticed that the girls on there really paint a bad picture of single women. Mm. In, or women in general. Well, women in general, <laughs> but so yeah. But men of men. But that's, so. but that's, well, yeah, that's exactly right. They're not actually true examples of your single, regular Matt and Kira's well, no, out they're, there. They're, they're psychotic people. That, really psychotic. That, um, yeah, because even if you were, if you're an actor, yeah, it's different. Yeah. So like Edward Norton played, uh, you know, skinhead Nazi. Yes. But it's like that was a character that I was playing in a in a in a movie because I'm a professional actor. Correct. When it's when you're meant to be representing yourself. <laughs> if I said Kira, we're gonna have we're gonna put you in a sitcom. Yes. And you're gonna be Kira Kira in the show. I, I won't say your last name, but Kira in the show, and you're gonna be a, a Nazi. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be you and your face and your yes. and it's you know it's like and you're playing yourself yes. even though it's a fictional character of yourself it's still yourself yes it's like no I'm not doing that and it's good that you brought that up because apparently this Innes chick's gone into hiding mm. I mean what did she expect I don't know exactly and it's like I don't know even on the shows that are meant to be realistic yes. reality TV shows it's like it's so we're produced. having a romantic date and there's there's three four camera crews there. You know, yes. a boomstick on yes. operator. It's like, how romantic is it? Yes. And I think it's it's just um, it's just fame, 
Fame attention. At some point in this season, they actually went into my brother's restaurant. Really? Um, he doesn't watch the show ever and obviously it was filmed ahead of being aired. So, he doesn't mm. know who they were that were in there at the time. Yep. And he goes, I just found it very, very bizarre because once the filming was finished, they would separate the couple mm. so that nothing could happen that wasn't captured on camera. Okay. So, they would like pause and, I don't know, go have bathroom breaks and things mm. like that. And they would legitimately like pull the couple apart so yeah. that nothing uh, could be discussed And that's off the other camera. thing as well. I mean, they're all, I mean, I don't know, I don't watch the show, but I'm guessing yeah. they're all reasonably good looking. And if you're that extroverted, mm. you're going to be able to find someone. They're not little wallflowers sitting there going, Agreed. well, I haven't left my house in 15 years, so please help me find someone. It's like these people are so over the top. Yeah, and it's like, I just want to meet somebody for me that yeah, doesn't like, just rate me on my TV. looks. Mm, yeah. Actually, you're a complete narcissist. Yeah, exactly. If ever I saw one. Mm. Um, so it's interesting watch. It does frustrate me at times. I understand why you haven't delved into it, but I feel like it's trash TV that just makes my life so much better. Really? That's what I mean. <laughs> because it's... my life is so much better. Well, it's driving past the car accident. You want to have a look, don't you? Mm. Except some people sit down with popcorn and... <laughs> <laughs> Like you, I just I just keep on driving. I don't want to. Some people s- embrace it. I don't want to see that train wreck. Nah, you know what? You, yeah. I, I I applaud you for it. Thank you very much. You're better off for it. Cheers. <laughs> no, I don't want to hate you. Just wish you'd never gone for the man. Oh yeah, point three. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so uh, Kira, me, superstar extraordinaire. Oh yes. Front page of the leader last week yeah. for the Waterfront Festival. Yeah, horrible photo. Horrible photo. Horrible photo. Page three. Page three. Go to um, that one. How did it go? What was what was the event like? Was it good? Will you Would be you doing like it again? A summation of the event. Yes, it was please. quite good. A summation. A summation. Mm. Uh, so that's the third year we've done the Frankston Waterfront Festival. Yep. Which is pretty good, I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, always interesting. There's usually a headline act of the Saturday night. And then a headline act of the Sunday Arvo around five or six. Yep. And then a mix of local and... and International, no. I want to say. Actually, I feel like one last year. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the guy from uh, Wales? No. A Welshman. Um, so this year we had a cool time slot of five, which meant... You could we, drink afterwards. <laughs> well, that too. Um, actually, yeah, I Ubered with my daughter oh. in her car seat. That uh-huh. was an interesting experience. It was too hard Can to you get parks that? down there. Can you book a Uber? I took this? our car seat. Oh. So that Isn't, was... Don't they, don't they have to like be installed? Or um, is that a different type of car little, seat? Little kids, babies and uh, five point... This was more of a booster seat. Okay. So gotcha. that was easy. But it was the first time because I just find it really hard to get a park down the waterfront. So I didn't Poor. want to bother. Yep. Um, anyway, so we got down there and... We get these backstage wristband passes, mm. which is my favourite part of it because it means that you can keep going backstage. <laughs> your favourite part? And bumping into the, the big acts and, and networking. Bumping into in talking marks? Like, yeah. oh, I accidentally ran into... I accidentally forgot my egg shaker on purpose. Because if you've listened to the show before, Kira loves everyone and everything. And <laughs> everything is amazing. <laughs> everything so. is awesome. You would have just been like a little toddler going, this I, is amazing. It, you are amazing. Oh, my God. I live for you. <laughs> and the backstage coordinator, Jodie, this is our third year with her. Yeah. So as soon as I saw her, she's like, yay, 
I'm so glad you guys were in the lineup oh, no. again. Love Jodie. Love a bit of Jodie. She's awesome. Jodie action. Um, and so we could keep going backstage if we needed to because we've got these special passes. Yep. So I always abuse that. And even though our gig's well and truly done and I've collected my tambourine or my egg shaker, I tambourine. strategically Maracas? leave it. How many maracas? Morocco. Maracas? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's just the way I say it, man. Um, No, not for that set. Maracas. So I strategically leave things backstage so I just happen to yeah. have to go back in there, you yeah. know? Um, so I took my daughter backstage this time. Um, the headline acts was the voice supergroup, which was Reese Maston of X Factor, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Lead singer of Taxi Ride. And Get Jason, everybody. and lead singer of Boom Crash Opera, Dale. Mm. And I'll tell you what, they put on a show. Really? It was really, really cool. They only did Aussie covers yep. and their own songs as well. Cover off. Um, it was an Australiani cover off. It was awesome. Reese Maston took on um, Jimmy Barnes's voice mm. and did a great Barnsey. is going to be in my cover off later on, by the way. Oh, yes. well, he did a very great job. Really nice guy. Um, I think I think the experience is... He didn't punch your baby? No, he, oh, he, they danced. They actually danced backstage. Because I figure, I feel like people that punch babies are bad people. That's just my <laughs> opinion. You can have your own opinion, but I just feel like baby punches are bad. <laughs> I'm indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> I think baby punches are amazing. Oh. But he was really, really cool. Um, yeah, he was awesome. He was dancing with my daughter backstage and I um, really, really liked him. So if you get a chance, I know Taxi Ride. Oh, Reese Maston's playing at the Publican coming up soon. I think it might be this weekend. The Republican? He, I, you know, I feel bad because I put him in the whole, oh, yeah, that's right, X Factor, like. Bubble. Teeny bopper. Well, that's the he thing with those. He has grown. He is a man with man voice. Well, I've, I think that's a real hard decision for musicians to go on those shows. I auditioned for The Voice. Because. Did you? And you did you get on? I <laughs> yeah, went I just through like them. eight stages and I still didn't go to Sydney. Well, I, f- I feel I like... wasn't sad enough about my marriage ending. Mm. And I wasn't... Um, you didn't have a story. And, and, my, and my melanoma cancer yeah. scare... Wasn't, wasn't scary enough. enough. No, you've got to have a story. <laughs> you know, you've got to be shocked that your 90-year-old grandma died. You're like, I just, I just didn't see I it just, coming. I just... <laughs> It's like we were also we loved her so much. Yeah, she was your grandma. What, what, what do you mean? Of course you did. Um, but I feel like they're looking for again. It's a bit like the Merit at First Sight, where they're yes. actually trying to cast specific people. They are, um, and and the rollout of the show as well is very. I learnt mm. the the production side of it through going through that process. So there was in my year that I went, there was these three sisters called He Planned Us. Oh, Amazing gospel name. singers. He planned, he planned us because they sing for God. He oh, planned us. Jesus. Um, beautiful gospel singers. Sit, sit did that. They audition. I did. <laughs> they auditioned with River Deep. No, hang on. River Deep. No, what's it called? I Ain't no know. mountain high. Ain't mm. no mountain high enough. They auditioned with that song. Yep. Kelly Rowland gave them that song on the show. Mm. They edited it. Edited it to look like edited the girls. It's hard I can't to say. say that. No, it's hard to say. They edited, edited it. it to look like the girls. Edited it. Weren't happy to sing it because it wasn't a gospel song. Yeah. They actually auditioned with that song. Okay. So then the girls have sung the song. Are they going to come out on stage or are they going to put their foot down? They come out, they sing the song and the whole giant like line of judges 
hang stuff on them for you're not appreciating this experience. Mm. You know, Kelly's picked the best song for you. I think it was really rude. And I'm sitting there going, um, I was in the room when they auditioned with that song. They're very happy oh. to do that song. So there you go. There's a little bit of an eye-opener yeah. into the Again, production the, well, side of these shows. Well, the fact that reality TV show isn't yeah. even close to being reality. No. But yeah, I think with the, those shows, when you find out some of the shows that have missed out on people, yeah, you know, like Saturday Night Live and Steve Carell and Jim Carrey auditioned and they said no to those yes. two. And you're like, do you know anything about anything? Like I can maybe yeah. see Steve Carell, but it's like Jim Carrey, like yeah. he would be perfect for that show. Yeah. Uh, and same as I, I know Bruno Mars auditioned for American Idol and they said you sound and look too much like Michael Jackson. Yep. It's like, well, okay. And there's actually a clip on YouTube where our show sponsor Ed Sheeran uh, is auditioning <laughs> for like some TV show in England. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's got a good voice, but I don't know if he's got the X Factor to be a star. And it's yes. like, well, yeah, good call. You know, it's like you don't know anyone else on the show. Yep. And, you know. Yep. So, yeah, I think it's hard for so uh, what's people our, auditioning. So what's our um, summation, to go back to that word, don't trust reality TV? Uh, I just think uh, if you're in the entertainment industry, just because you didn't get a part doesn't mean you're not good. Boom. Because even like, you know, actors, uh, you know, if you said someone from, even say, take George Costanza, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now, if he goes to you when he's young, I mean, he's a good, good actor, but if he goes, I want to be an actor, you'd be going, oh, yeah, good luck. What are you going to, what, what role yes. are you going to get? Because he doesn't look like Superman. Yeah. You know, but it's like, well, that guy's probably worth, you know, $100 million because he got a role as a specific character on a TV yes. show. So I think with actors, it's different. Musicians, it's they're looking more for a look, which, is, really which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, go yeah, for it. Just Smash do it. it. Live your dreams. Yeah. Time for a bit of Luda. How, about you, how do you feel about Luda? Luda. A Luda. 98.7. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Yeah. 98.7. 98.3. In Frankston. Fuck it and other places. Um, so it's been in the news a bit lately with the New South Wales man that um, killed uh, another man that broke into his house. Yes. And then basically there's been discussion about what's self-defense, what's going over the top. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yeah, because in America you would just have <laughs> whatever firearm you've got and, and you're within your... Although I'm not too sure because I've seen the movie Liar Liar. <laughs> <laughs> And his secretary says that a man that broke into her friend's house got in trouble, oh, remember? Because yes. he fell through the skylight. Uh, so I think there are, it, it differs in every state. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's basically what it's basically what you deem to be self-defense. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I, get, I get the laws saying, well, like if someone breaks in your house and then they run out and then you chase them down a the street and hit them yeah, over the head with a bat, that's... it's like, well, you did murder the person because now you're not defending yourself. No, he's actually fled yeah. and you've gone after. Yeah. That was revenge. Where I feel like if, I mean, there's a lot of, it's, it's, it's I know, there's a gray of, area. You could like. It's you one could, of the most gray area yeah, things. You I could think. use a fry pan and go, right, I'm going to knock him over the head, but you get that spot on the temple mm. and suddenly you, you've murdered them. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only laugh because it's I, like. I'm it, picturing it, Rapunzel do it because that's her, well, her choice of weapon is the fry pan. I feel like it's one of the most justifiable ways to, you know, if you are going to. Yes. Murder someone. Yes. <laughs> have it's it like, be well, I protecting. Mean, hey, you wouldn't have been murdered if you didn't break into their exactly. house. Exactly. Um, and I know that there are different things as re- in regards to like the size of someone's property. Yep. Um, how they're breaking in and what they do once they arrive inside the house. 
Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that I would be able to do that even if no. I was protecting someone. Like I the feel like I'd it, probably be a hider. I'd be a hider. Do you think you'd be well, – what, what do they call it? Um Flight or yeah. flight or fight. Thank I'd you. be a flight. Flight or fight. Boy, You're flying out of there. Coward, do this. <laughs> but do you have a a go to weapon no. in your mind? Oh. Should you hear it? Do you have like a? Do you have? Because I find like when you become an adult and you live on your own, mm-hmm. the question goes through your head. Okay, I've woken up in the middle of the night. I hear someone in the house. Step one. Yeah. Step two. Do yep. you have that? Uh, no. Although in times that I've thought I've heard something, <laughs> my go-to was a knife. <laughs> yeah, of course. And yeah. usually the knives get used in, like against you in movies. So it's yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, I, and I would have a Saving Private Ryan death where I'm like fighting <laughs> the guy off and it's slowly going in. But um, I just find it really funny because the times where – so we've got like this side door that sometimes when it's really, really, really windy, mm. I know the man, manhole mm. – it sucks. Uh, gender neutral. It should be person it, it, hole. The human hole. The person hole. Yeah. Um, the the it sucks the side door open. Yeah. If that makes sense. So mm. you could sometimes like wake Here's up in the that. night and you hear the doors open or you see the doors open. You go right. Mm. Someone's in here. Yeah. I find it funny because my reaction is to go hunt them down. Yeah. Where is this person? I'm so, not going back to bed until I've found this person. Oh, so do you yell out like the movies? Are you like, is anyone there? I kind of tend to like put lights on. Um, one time when I was really, really panicky, I put the TV on. Okay. Because I thought, hang on a minute. No, you need to know someone's here. Yeah, but is that going to scare them off? I don't no, know. No, not at all. No. Um, go to sometimes I had a rod when I was in calisthenics. You had a rod? Just Jeez. a big, long metal rod from when I did calisthenics. <laughs> Those of you that did calisthenics yeah. will know. Yeah. That is my Sounds weapon. Like a Netflix documentary. And that's my weapon. It's a go-to one. It's strategically placed near my bed in only a place well, I know. So you got to you got to think of the weapon based on the size of your house. Like if yes. you live in a little flat, maybe yes. you don't have a golf club because you need to swing that thing. Yes. Um, and you could be swinging at the cat and then yeah. you smashed everything up. I know. I, I think about in America, there must be cases of people, I mean, I'm guessing it happens quite often, where they shoot someone oh, yeah. that they know. Because, I mean, yeah. imagine if, you know, you had a son that lived, you know, in a different state and he came home. I know, it's a surprise. Yeah. And and sh- oh, <coughs> my gosh. You're so right. Billy. Billy. <laughs> you know, what but would no, that be? <laughs> no, but do, would I that be in, in, involuntary manslaughter? Yeah. Well, again, in America, they'd be like, well, it's justified. <laughs> you know, that's why we got these guns. Um, no, I don't have a go-to weapon. But I think there are some people out there that have an underlying, um, they want to use that as an excuse in some ways i remember watching a thing in america where the, this guy was like a gun nut yes he was obsessed with guns and then he had neighbors that were playing music too loud except he lived on like a farm and they were kind of spilling onto his property a little bit mm-hmm. but he almost mm-hmm. knew exact. he had like a camera on him he knew what to kind of say like i've got a weapon if you don't move my property intense and he shot them he shot like two people what? And then it turns out he was a bit like the Oscar Pistorius where he was obsessed with weapons, obsessed with you protecting know, these himself and, it's and almost his right like, to them. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like he was looking for an excuse to try and... Yeah, to even have a camera just to back it up. Self-defense kill someone, yeah. What is that? That's terrifying. Anyway, on a lighter note, here's a song. Woohoo! <laughs> 98.7. 98.7, 98.3 for the kids playing at Frankston. I enjoy saying that today. Um... So breakdancing is going to be in the 2024 Olympics. Thoughts, feelings, how do you feel about that? Well, (laughs) 
Break dancing, dance yeah. fighting. Well, I figure it does take a fair bit of athletic and artistic skill to do. Yes. It's, well, it's... ice skating's in there. Uh, Good in morning winter. again. Oh. Just. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God, we're being hacked. Um, yeah, ice skating's in there. Look, I feel like there's more events in there that um, that require less skill than, say, break dancing. Yes. You know, like the ribbon twirling. That's a fine art. Although I enjoy watching the, the artistic gymnastics. Yeah, I don't mind like it I, at all. Yeah, that was a, always my favourite. Really? Well, I remember a couple of years ago they had ballroom dancing. I can't remember if that was in the in the Commonwealth Olympics or if that was Commonwealth Olympics, Commonwealth Games or if that was in the proper Olympics. Oh, I do remember that. And I mean, clearly, break dancing takes more skill than ballroom dancing. Mm, that's paired. That's couple couple dancing. Uh, no, ballroom dancing. That's not the sport. Yeah. I mean, then, yeah. I mean, oh, we've discussed this on the show before. Like, yes. what is a sport? What is considered a sport? Well, and, uh, I, I, I feel like dancing, yeah, that's fair enough. It's in there. When you think about the training, mm. you know, you're training just as much as any athlete, like, if not more. So that's, well, it's, it's it, like, is, it is sport-esque. Well, it's essentially gymnastics, what they do. Yeah. You know. Break dancing. I just wonder how the music will be and... Uh, that's exactly right. If they have to get the, the cardboard out or do they have to... <laughs> <laughs> how it's exactly helmets um, are helmets are helmets pr- pr- i can't even provided. say provided <laughs> i'm not too sure um these are the top of the hours we've also got uh brad sky coming in sykes sykes i called him sky before as well yeah sykes. I know. i'm I dyslexic so i just you know that's all good <laughs> he's gonna be talking it's to us good. talking to us about some mental health issues from Sykes-y. outside the uh outside the locker room outside the locker room yeah i almost said hurt locker again outside the hurt locker i'm in fine with form. brad sky that's right <laughs> Uh, so he'll be on after the, about 8.15-ish. Yeah, after our cover-off. That's right. News at the top of the hour and, and cover-off after this. Yeah. Once upon a time. You're back, 98.7 RPPFM. Is that working? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking me out. Freaking me out. Yes. Uh, it's time for the cover-off, everyone's favourite segment. Cover-off. Second favourite segment. Um, your choice this week is going to be... Nina Simone. Nina Simone is the origi- original. Let's have a little Rigid snippet. Rigid Let's have a little snippet. Oh. She's building it up. So oh, Nina look. Simone, did she originally do this? Yeah, yeah. Know Obviously it's made popular by Buble. I don't, well, more popular. I don't know that anything beats this original. Well, the Buble version is pretty good. Yeah, well, it's, it's bubble. Yeah. I mean, I'm pro boobs. Who isn't? Oh, should I wait till she sings it? You can hear the. How's me? I'm just like ah. Oh. She, she does it longer than boobs. It's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. So I don't think that this cover necessarily um, beats the original. I don't think you can beat the originidge in this. I yeah. know you say Buble does. I don't think so. But yeah. I don't I think like... I've actually heard the original. So maybe I'll have to have a listen to the original. You do. Later on. Yeah, but the theatrics of this version by. Muse. Muse. Is mm. awesome. Okay. Enjoy. Go. Feeling good. There you go. A bit of Muse doing Feeling Good by Nina Simone. How did you feel about that? Uh, it was good. Actually, first heard that, movie, that song in uh, the movie Seven Pounds of Will Smith. That version? Yeah. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh my God, they covered Buble. <laughs> 
Because that's what I thought. I thought Beyblade hey, was original. Innocent. Yeah. Innocent. I also hated that movie a lot. Oh, that's not ideal. I saw that. I saw it at the cinema, and if I wasn't with a posse, I would have walked out. Oh. I just thought it was Will Smith staring at people for like for <laughs> like an hour and a half. Like, Come on, man, speak. That right. was, yeah, so that was Muse covering that one. I, I like to say that that's my cousin, Matt well, Bellamy. It's a great name for a band, Muse. Muse. Yeah. I like to say that's Matt Bellamy's my cousin. Okay. I like to say that I can fly, but it doesn't matter. My grandma's from England mm. and their surname's Bellamy. So okay. I'm like, that definitely means that we're related. Absolutely. But not to Craig Bellamy. So that's... Anyway, yeah. moving right along. Yes. Uh, so my cover is Since I Fell For You. Now, the original was by Ella Johnson in 1947, but I couldn't find that version. So the most popular version was by Lenny Welsh, 1963. So here's a snippet of it now. For you. Now, my cover, doesn't sound, my cover doesn't sound anything like this, but... Matt the crooner. No, I'm a crooner. I'm a big time crooner. Anyway. That sounds like my yawns in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the very musical yawn. Um, all right, so that's my uh, original that's one. That's the rigidage. So my cover is going to be Barnsey and Diesel doing this, or Diesel, Diesel and Barnsey, I should say, because it's... Predominantly Diesel. Well, Diesel actually, actually has a cover of it himself, and then ah, Barnsey's just helping Barnes him out because it's because it. it's live, and Barnsey's just there and like, hey, Diesel Barnsey. and Barnsey, they just do it all the time. <laughs> they like to do it. They like to hang out. All right, so this is my cover. So since I fell for you, uh, Barnsey and Diesel. Radical. Give it a go. There you go. Bit of Barnsey. Bit of Barnsey and Johnny D. I call him Johnny again. D. I like to say that I'm related to Johnny D because <laughs> uh, Brad's in the house. We're going to go through uh, throw to another song, but we got say hi, Brad, right now. Actually, if you Everyone can, run here, going. <laughs> Brad's here. Brad's here. Uh, so we're going to throw to another song. Yeah, we'll uh, get online song. and vote for um, my cover, not Kira's. Yeah, you're going to win again. Yeah. But give me a tick because we've got a guest in. I'm going to. Wait and do the respectful yeah. thing and actually participate oh. and then chuck the stuff up on How Facebook. How lovely. How lovely. Get out there and vote. We, yes. Our votes were up a little bit uh, last week, so get out there and vote again because, honestly, come on, guys. It's not that hard. Click a button. Yeah, I know. Click a button. It's and not that click hard. my button. No. That oh, sounds that wrong. That sounds wrong. Yeah, all right. Um, we're going to throw this song. We're going to throw this song. angry and mean and good. <laughs> I know you didn't get your head down, so you could just sit down and just... No! 98.7 RPPFM, 98.3 if you're in Frank Frankenstein, I was trying to say, <laughs> Frank with my mouth. Uh, <laughs> got Brad in the studio. Hi, Brad. Hello, Matt. Hey, Brad Kira. Sykes. <laughs> Sykes. I prefer Sykes. Skies. He should change it. I do like Skies. Yeah. It's nice. Skies for the mark. Footy. Oi. Yeah. Uh, so you're here representing... Yourself out, as well. Oh, yourself <laughs> as well as outside the locker room. Yep. I almost said the Hurt Locker again. Outside the It's a great movie. It's a great movie. The Hurt Locker is a ripper. <laughs> it's it a great movie. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in Outside the Locker Room. Yeah, so um, I myself got involved with OTLR uh, based upon uh, 2016 when uh, it came out to my local sporting club in yep. Bomb Beach, all the way from Bomb Beach. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, not too far actually, but... Uh, yeah, so I got involved with the Outside Locker Room off the back of, uh, I suppose, being a recipient of the program. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I just am really passionate about mental health, yep. addiction, um, and the connection that community sporting clubs play. So it was a really good uh, opportunity to, to further spread the message that OTLR provides. Yep. Who came out to you, Bomb Beach, to chat to you? Who was it? Who got in your, under your skin? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who got well, you addicted to helping people? <laughs> addicted to helping people. Switch addictions. <laughs> um, it was actually Jake himself, um, our founder, Jake Edwards. Uh, he 
for the first two years, um, he was pretty much the, the main man going around to sporting clubs. Yeah. Uh, we've changed the model a fair bit because um, this point in time, science can't duplicate people um, and, and we just needed uh, more community uh, people, I suppose, who, who are passionate about their region that they grew up in yep. to uh, yeah, reciprocate um, what, what, what Jake was trying to do or yeah, just to, to duplicate that. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's how I got involved. Um, it was also Matt Lowe, who's the president at Bomb Beach. Um, he, he thought I'd be a good fit for it. And two years on, uh, mm. I, I couldn't be more thankful. Yep. Yeah. Now looking back. So what is so what is the for the people that don't know anything about outside the locker room? What 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 do you guys do? What what are you trying to do to accomplish? And what do you try? It's mostly involved with sports, but you do other things as well. Uh, so what what's your message? And what are you trying to get across to people? Yeah. So outside the locker room, in a nutshell, is an education and support program for sporting clubs. Yep. Uh, we do do corporates and schools as well, but um, I suppose that the bread and butter and, and where our um, passion lies is in sporting clubs because yep. of the connection which I mentioned before um, so effectively we go into our sporting clubs we talk about topics around addictions like social media cyberbullying, mm. gambling alcohol drugs uh, inclusion and respect as well um, is a big one especially with with the uh, the influx of, of female football teams coming in and, mm. and understanding that the culture needs to change at our sporting club level yep um, so we go and educate around these topics and and then also uh, support off the back of that uh, so we've got a system in place where if people want confidential support we, we offer that okay uh, which is really important mm. so the people that do the actual training are they have they had a background in psychology in some ways or are they is, is that more of a, a referral type situation like a player might come up to say you if you're doing the teaching might say look I've got I've got some depression issues do they speak to you or did you refer them to someone else yeah so that, that's a great question because uh, yeah our, our community ambassadors aren't uh, counselors or psychologists as, as such yep um but what we do have is a counselor in the room uh there okay. as well so cool. i suppose mm. yeah it's really important because we've got such great uh networks in in the frankston and Moynton peninsula there's yeah. there's probably uh 20 different counseling services uh there's 10 psychologists that i know of i could name right now so yep. we we just uh as as sporting club people we don't go off the street uh, go down uh, Davy Street and be like, oh, I better check myself in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. that just doesn't happen. So yeah. we're we're sort of the conduit between uh, guys actually putting their ego aside, saying, yeah, I do have a, a gambling problem. Yep, I better go and sort it out before a, a molehill becomes a mountain. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and have you had any experiences yourself uh, with any of the things that you try and prevent with, or either you, family, friends, people you play sports with? Have you had any experiences yourself with that type of thing? Yeah, what drove you to get involved? What was your, what was your big influence? Yeah, oh, it, it's probably been a, a combination of a lot of things. Um, so my, I'm, I'm probably like most uh, most families at the moment, but com- coming from a, a, a broken family, so to speak. Um, so um, with, I'm one of four kids. Yeah. Uh, Mum and dad uh, sort of had had their issues as we were growing up, uh, and and just seeing the the uh the effects on that um through yeah just the family dynamics yeah. so yeah. mum's had depression since pretty much uh i was 15 i'm 28 now so a good 13 years yep. uh and yeah addiction off, off the back of that but also um on the 19th of feb so only three days ago it's been 10 years since uh, my under 18 football coach took his own life oh. uh scotty um scotty may so yeah uh that we all just turned 18 pretty much that year and and uh 
yeah, I, I still still remember it clear yeah. as day. It was ten years ago. It's uh, yeah. talking with a few of my mates on uh, Tuesday. It was uh, yeah, r- really emotional day. Um, but he was he was larger than life, and 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 you think uh, Scotty who um, had tats from his neck to neck to his toes yeah. and uh, really really strong bloke. Mm. Um, obviously had had some demons and yeah. it it, uh, it affects everyone. So those two things, as well as I coached under nineteen football a few years ago, and um, Jake was really able to to relate to the. The boys, uh, they lost a, a close mate, Juzzy, um, at, down at Patterson Lakes yep. um, in, in 2015, um, okay. or 2014, sorry, um, just before his 17th birthday. So, yeah, the combination of things, yeah. Matty, yeah. So I'm guessing what you guys try and do is get in there before, obviously, that it gets to that point for, for certain players and, and, and groups that you guys visit. Uh, are there any, for the people out there listening, if there's... Are there any major signs that they might not even be aware of in themselves that they can? Because sometimes, sometimes some of the uh, symptoms are, can be quite vague, and I'm like, well, am I lazy or am I depressed? Or is it like, cancer? <laughs> yeah, or is it cancer? Because there's certain days it's like you know one of the big ones is you know you struggle to get out of bed, but I'm like, well, I struggle to get out of bed because yeah. I figure I, th- I think I'm just lazy, but then I'm like, well, maybe it's something more. So there is there any is there any like telltale signs for anxiety or, or depression that people should be aware of? Yeah, oh, there is. I think self-awareness is something that uh, that sort of we, we lose a little bit. Yeah. Um, so with social media, we're always on, on, on. Um, just being aware that it, how are you on your wellness scale? So yep. a simple thing is out of out of 10, how am I feeling today? Uh, what are the reasons behind that is, is a really good way to look at it. Yep. Um, typically looking at yourself and, and thinking um, – you know, has there been a change in myself, in my behaviour towards others? Yeah. Um, typically in men, it's anger. So if yeah. your mates are getting angry at the drop of a hat and they're typically pretty lethargic yeah, and just relaxed, chilled, yeah. yeah, chilled sort of people, yeah, it's probably a sign. If, if they're doing that over the course of three or four weeks, it's okay. probably a sign that, okay, we, we need some intervention here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I feel like sometimes as well people go, you know, I've got anxiety or mm. it's like I think if you had it really bad, you probably wouldn't even be out telling me this at home. Uh, you know, you'd be at home. Yeah. Because I think there's people sometimes get confused between I've got anxiety and they label themselves as that where slightly, you can just be slightly nervous about something. Because obviously like I, I remember being younger and I used to go to a party be like, oh, I'm scared. And people are like, you're scared. I'm like, what I meant is I'm slightly nervous going into a party where I only know three people as opposed to having anxiety where I'm guessing I probably wouldn't even be in the car ready to go into the party because it's crippling. It can yeah. be crippling for people, can't it? Um, I and guess if- it also is how far along you've come with your self-awareness. You know, you can have anxiety, but you can know your triggers and you can get along with the day-to-day. So yep. that's probably why some people with anxiety are out at the party. Yeah, exactly. Because they've come a long way. Well, look, uh, I want to keep chatting to Brad. uh, Quickly go to the traffic and uh, we'll go to a song and we'll talk more with Brad. And we'll come back and talk more. If that's cool with you. Awesome. (laughs) That's right. I said chew. Chew. (laughs) With you. Good morning again. It's a. 98.7. She loves this song. She loves this song. Got Brad in. Brad in from the Hurt Locker. The Fur. (laughs) The Fur Locker. I wasn't even trying to joke that time. I just legitimately said it. I'm outside the locker room, outside I should say. Outside the locker, Brad Sykes. I'm not an actor. No, he's no. not an actor. <laughs> but he's definitely good looking enough to oh, be. Oh, look out. Look out. There's a reason and I'm on Radio Kiss. <laughs> and taken. Um, so we, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about you. You are a sports star. Sports star? A local sports star. Oh, talk really? about it because you've come up through the ranks at Bomb Beach or Frankston YCW in the early days, yeah? 
Um, not, we, not Frank. We don't talk about Franks and YCW at Bomb Beach. Uh, oh. they, they smashed us in the granny in 2017. <laughs> for those, uh, those who can remember that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say star, but thanks, thanks, Kira. Oh, um, so through under 18 footy, I was um, yeah played at Bomb Beach, and then for a couple of years went over to Casey Scorpions. Then They're the Demons now out at Casey Fields, and uh, yeah, really enjoyed my time there. Um, and then yeah, played played four four years at uh, Frankston Dolphins, mm. Uh, mm. not YCW Dolphins at uh, yeah at Frankston Park at up VFL the road. Level. VFL, yeah. So, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. oh, Matt just woke up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, yeah. So you're a sports. You you've come from a sports culture right through. You've grown up through it. So you're probably best qualified to actually go in yeah. to a club room. Yeah. And um, as opposed to me, who plays mixed netball. <laughs> Nice. Wing, wing defense. Yeah, or? I've actually done a couple of injuries doing that sport. It's, it's quite rough. It can be. I broke my nose. It's oh like it's so goodness. emasculating telling people I broke my nose playing mixed netball. <laughs> I know my dad, uh, when he plays mixed, he uh, punches the ball yeah. from behind. You're not allowed to do that <laughs> netball. Uh, get a 15-minute penalty. 15-minute. 15-minute. Um, so back to the mental uh, health issues. Um, have you found that the stigma has changed a little bit for males um, you know, nowadays as opposed to back in the day, I think back in the seventies it was like, oh, if you show a bit of weakness, then you're weak. But yeah. now, it's, have you seen a change happening? Or no, no doubt. I think um, the conversations I I have um, with with my mates and and even with strangers is, yeah, it's, people are a lot more willing to be a bit vulnerable. There's still obviously mm. that male ego, which is mm. usually it's good at times, but pretty destructive for most of it. Yeah. Uh, I think the facade that we put on as as footballers, uh, you're not really your genuine self. And, yep. and if you're not genuine, then, you, then you're not going to be uh, good in, in all aspects of your life. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I think there has been a shift. I know, obviously, I didn't grow up in the 70s. I was born in 90. But, um, <laughs> but like, even seeing how our fathers and our grandfathers operate yeah. compared to, to this generation coming through, I think it's, it's, it's on the improve. Yeah. I would say, though and this is something I was going to touch on I heard about in the news this morning, I would say that this generation, okay, yes, there's a lot more that are willing to talk up now, but I think there's more actual mental health issues fallen on on this generation and in particular in men. Um, so there was some talk this morning um, on the way driving in here about uh, AFL is going to bring in even I think it was stricter drug testing and that sort of thing to look into use of cocaine. Yep. Um, obviously, an upper and from people that what is it? I've a, never a prescription. <laughs> no, stimulant. I've, I've not. I I can't say I've dabbled in it, so I, I don't think I'm qualified to talk. But um, I've heard from other people. Oh, cocaine's really innocent. You know, it's of everything out there. It's fine. Um, but you know, there is a down, and I think that there's a strong drug culture within within the sporting communities. Um, which obviously would then feed into the effects of mental health being that, you know, drugs can actually, uh, what's the word, strengthen your mental health issues. So what do you think about sporting clubs? Do you talk about um, the correlation between drug abuse and and your mental health? Yeah, absolutely. I think think sporting clubs can get a bit of a a rough... um, end of the stick there but a, a co- drug culture is something that's all spread throughout the community um but there is obviously sporting clubs are so prevalent in the community so 
uh, drugs tend to, tend to tend to find their ways into football, netball, yeah. basketball, yeah. cricket, etc. Yeah. Um, and yeah. what what's um, a really a really important thing is for people to know the risks that they are taking when they take drugs. Yes. It's a huge misconception with um, cocaine, saying that it's pure and all, all this sort yes. of stuff, and um, it, it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, so what, what we do uh, let people know is that, um, yeah, it is definitely not good if you are experiencing um, some anxiety or depression and that's your coping mechanism yes. uh, it, it makes it worse like it's it's not uh, not a, a, a band or it is a band-aid fix and, and that never works you, you want to yeah. make sure that you you look deeper and uh, yeah you think about the reason why you feel the need to take that that drug or yeah. or, or, or that addiction that coping yeah because it does rewire the brain as well so yep yeah, you're using it as a coping mechanism, but what you're actually doing is undoing the wiring of your brain and, and creating even more of a long, long-term long effect. For sure, by absolutely. By use of drugs. So that's interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see what comes out in AFL land because, I mean, we all had no stories, don't we? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, so if, if a group, um, if a sporting club has heard this and they want to get involved with you guys... So what's the best way to go about it? And then can you talk us through what happens once you actually do arrive at the club? And what, is, it, is it a day? Is it a week? Is it an hour? Yeah. What's the process? Yeah, sure. Um, so outside the locker room um, is obviously, obviously our, our name, um, otlr.com.au. Yep. Uh, just the, the acronym there, not Lord of the Rings, which yeah. is <laughs> L-O-T-R, but O-T-L-R. Yeah. Um, we actually are very lucky. The Peninsula have been very big supporters of us. And um, I was just saying to Kira off air before that we've got about 25 clubs on board in our region. I think there's about 52, 53, so uh, almost half. Um, but a big announcement this year is that we are free uh, to our sporting clubs with a yep. fundraiser, uh, which hopefully doesn't hurt the club's bottom line. The, yep. the, the aim behind that is to, to make sure that we get out there and uh, it doesn't you know, we don't put a price on mental health, even though that it's priceless. Yeah, uh, we know the the effects that um, suicide and and just drug and and alcohol issues can have on clubs. But yep. um, in in a typical session, we go out there, uh, we uh, do two education sessions, one on mental health, which is a non negotiable, yep. and also a, a choice of the club. So some of the things I was talking before, Maddie was, uh, yeah, um, alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, we can do another mental health session, which is more based on on yourself, not not in others. Yep. Um, and yeah, gambling, uh, social media, etc. And, and it doesn't have to be sporting clubs. You do? Can you do schools as well? And what yep. what kind of age do you start doing that? Yeah, so grade five onwards. Grade um, five. But yeah, our delivery is a lot a lot different in yeah in tailor made. School. Yes, tailor made has yeah. to be tailor made. Yeah. yeah. So we don't uh, don't talk about uh, suicide and things like that. But better to get in at that age and actually have a normalised discussion for sure. Yeah. Um, hopefully, then by the time those kids are joining their local sporting clubs and everyone's mm. dabbling in in trying different things and 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 being able to read it in your friends as well. And yes. I suppose if you go to things that are places that aren't sporting clubs like schools i mean the, you know sometimes sport can help get over those yes. things as well and that, that sports, could be a cure sports meant to be a good have, you, have you found any like crazy stats or anything that you found out since getting involved in this it's kind of just blown your mind like the some of the numbers yeah oh, every day um yeah yeah it's crazy like being and I'll, i've always thought the last last two years have really delved deep into this and i think it, is this becoming a bigger problem or is it because I'm so entrenched and it's always yeah. been there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I talk to my friends who's in different spaces. But I suppose the nine suicides a day in Australia, really? uh, six men, 
three women yep. um, every single day. So it's yeah. at thirty two hundred a year, and it's it's quite it's, shocking. It's yeah, it smashes the road toll. Some of the road tolls, you know, yeah, we, we, we can't yeah. can't even um, some yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> it's it's just crazy. So probably the numbers. Well, um, it's more just how much they talk about, say, the road exactly. road toll versus yeah, towards zero, and and which is really important too obviously yeah. um it, it, it's uh i'm actually heading to a funeral today based on, on oh, one of the um but uh yeah it's it's one of the uh the things that we need to do more um yeah. we really do and and i think that early intervention is yeah. gonna have a bigger effect especially with suicides i feel like a lot of i've got a mate that's in the ses and he's like that it just does they, they try not to put it in the media at all where it's more like it's like the burying the head in the sand technique. It's like, oh well, if we don't talk about it, it doesn't really happen. Where it's more yeah. like if you talked about it a little bit more, it wouldn't be such a scary thing, and people wouldn't feel so embarrassed or ashamed or brave. Too, I'm too brave to talk about it, you know, because yes. I feel like I feel like there's like a nobility that especially men have with it. Like, oh, I'll just deal with this myself because I'm yeah. a you know yeah. I'm a noble steed. It's like, nah, let's talk about it. Just talk about it because. I've met a couple of guys that are just, you know, that like a Spice Girls song comes on. They're like, I love this song. Mm. And all the other guys go, oh, dude, you like Spice Girls? He goes, yeah, I love it. And then everyone doesn't know what to do. Mm. They're like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, because yeah. he's standing up. He's being his own person. Yeah. yeah. And it's, there's some there's bravery in that. And that's the strength as well that I think people don't realize. You're exactly right, Matt. Like, yeah. I think people who are, yeah, who, who want to impress others and just be be someone, the stereotype, uh, yeah, they're, they're not being, like I said before, genuine and, uh, just own who you are. Uh, everyone's different, and everyone's got exactly. their qualities. So, yeah, I um, I'm first to say that I love James Blunt. Yeah. Um, I was going to request <laughs> it on here, but I thought, nah, people on the way to school wouldn't want to listen to "Goodbye, <laughs> My <beautiful>. Lover." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just own who you are because yeah. it's it's such an an important um important thing to do. You, you, yeah. You're it's the one who has to live with yourself. It's, you, really, it's impressive when you say it. Yeah, it is. And it's yeah. not until you're sort of in your 30s and you start to actually acknowledge who you really are. Would yeah. it be nice if we could actually hone in on it earlier on oh, and not have 12 to, or 13. Yeah. yeah. And great. just embrace it and yeah. not have to go through all that horrible, awkward... Yep. Yeah. 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 So, finding yourself years. So if you want to know more about them, if you yes. want to check it out, um, outside the locker room... Outside the hurt locker room. <laughs> outside, outside the locker room. <laughs> Google it, Facebook room. it. I'm guessing you're all all on the social medias and everywhere, but yeah, if you yeah. just, I googled outside the locker room, not not the hurt locker. It <laughs> came up straight with your thing, so check it out. I think it's um, also good to follow as well, even if you're not part of a club and wanting to actually have someone come in. Some yeah. of the things that these guys are doing is really yeah, worth following, and, and liking the page obviously helps them to stay relevant. Also, if the people do want to donate as well, is the best way to go about that just hitting up your your website? Yeah, otlr.com.au. I think it's the top right corner because um, you are non-profit. Non-profit, yeah. yeah. Uh, the last yeah twelve months. Pretty much today, um, yeah, February last year. So yep. yeah, we are non-profit. Every bit helps, and we can put it towards a particular like school be, or sporting club. Sounds like it should be government funded to me. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Get a bit of that government money. Um, <laughs> now, on a lighter note, who's your favourite footy player? Oh, current. Yep. Uh, I'm a Port Adelaide supporter. See, own, own who you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Own a, it. a Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Port Adelaide or Robbie Gray. He's a star. Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray. Uh, and who is Australia's best best athlete all time? And you can't say a racehorse either, because people go, "Oh, Winks." It's <laughs> like that's not a person. <laughs> um, on the spot, I know it's a tough one. It is a toughie. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go Leighton Hewitt. Leighton Hewitt? Uh, come on. Yeah, come exactly. That's exactly what comes to my brain. <laughs> yeah, everyone's, everyone's copied in the last All 20 time? years. All yeah. time? Uh, 
Because Rod Laver, I mean, Rod Laver's pretty good yeah, too. Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm biased. Um, because you've seen him. Yeah, just yeah. seen him and obviously... Um, he's your yeah. favourite. He's doesn't my, have to yeah. be every, He's yeah, not the people's favourite, he's yours. That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I just, just loved uh, what he was able to do and I think, yeah, people can take a leaf out of his book in terms of um, changing your life around. He was was yeah. a bit spoiled and he then, then, he, then he turned his mental state around, in my opinion. Yeah. He did. I like that. And what I, are you watching on TV right now? Oh, <laughs> Kira, Are you honestly, keeping up with Married at First Sight with us? I, I did hear you talk about that earlier <laughs> and Innes and um, social media keeps me up to date with that. But <laughs> I, I, yeah. honestly, with um, Outside the Locker Room, we tend to do sessions at night time and, yes. and miss miss a lot of stuff. That's good. It's okay, that's, yeah. 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 that's not a bad yeah. thing. I'm not missing anything. No. No, <laughs> no. trust me. Uh, but yeah, no, if like, you watch that, it's not a man thing. It's just I'll rag on you, it, man, woman, or child that watches yes, that show. Yes, anyone so. that watches it is... Uh, well, it's common denominator. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that like, causes mental issues, that's true. <laughs> it does. <Yeah. laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Let's be honest. Stress levels rise in our house when Innes is on screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks very much for coming in, Brad. No dramas. Um, thanks for having me, guys. It, feel free to come back in anytime. Yeah. If you've got uh, an event happening or if you just want to do some fundraising or whatever. Or if you miss us. Or if you miss us. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I think, um, yeah, the more we can spread this message, the better. So Absolutely. I appreciate I your too. time and thanks for dedicating the time on air to do this. No worries. Oh, so worthy. And we're also going to put up some links on our Facebook page. But I am waiting for our guest to leave so I can tinker with the computer oh. and not be so now, rude. Now you've just been rude to him. Oh, oh, but it's all, right. all up. It'll all be up on Facebook. Definitely follow the page. Give them some likes and help them get their word out there. Yeah, we'll be back Outside to... Outside uh, the locker room. We'll be back to wrap up the show after this. Sure thing. You mumble under your 